Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest George Cameron Romero movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this week we are covering Minute 23 of the Burbs, which begins with Art saying, Anyway, it got hot that summer. And ends with Art saying, Murdered by Skip. <laughs> so we got a whole minute of Art just laying it out. The Skip Saga. Yeah. <laughs> Again, learn more. In a movie about crazy neighbors, getting a story about an old crazy neighbor. (laughs) But as all great stories start, it starts with um, Art talking about, you know, when it's so hot and your underwear crawls up your ass. Yeah. You know that heat where the underwear crawls up your, uh, anyway. (laughs) So for pretty much this entire, well, the first half of our minute, it's them just strolling down the street. And uh, something you may not have noticed, we got no Ray Peterson dialogue. We got no Tom Hanks at all. He kind of drops back a little bit, too. Yeah. He just fades into the back, and it's the Art Weingartner show, talking to Ricky. Uh, Ray's just back there smoking a cigar. Yeah. Listening to his crazy neighbor <laughs> talk to his impressionable 18-year-old neighbor. <laughs> and Art just keeps telling the story of, yeah, they start smelling something coming from Skip's place. What's your first thought when you start smelling something vile coming from your neighbor's yeah. house? I'm, you don't think it's the sewage, well, like he thinks, uh, towards the end of this minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you could think it was the sewage, if it smelled like the sewage. Right. I'm feeling like his rotting family might not smell like sewage. It's not smelling like sewage. <laughs> yeah. And this is also uh, minute three of no Vince. <laughs> Vince yeah, is still yeah. missing. Vince still want, and they're walking away from where they left them, so. <laughs> <laughs> I like he says, what do you do, knock on a guy's door and say, hi, your house stinks? <laughs> well, I mean, you do what I, I believe most people would do. I mean, if your neighbor's house stunk, and I don't mean like, oh, it's mildly annoying. Like, it is ruining your life, it smells so bad. I mean, you call the cops, or like, the county or something, right, or the town. You can't go over and knock on the door. You just got to call. Yeah, Absolutely you gotta... not. No. The only way you can bring it up, the people already have to be your friends. Right. If you, you still house... can't bring it up directly. You got to like, you're just in conversation with them. And you're like, man, I was out here today and I just smelled something terrible. I couldn't tell where it was coming from. It was coming from like your direction. <laughs> I don't know if it was it's something in your yard or maybe like, a, you know, the Johnson's yard next to you. Oh, I don't know what it is. You mean you can't walk walk in and say, wow, it stinks in here. Yeah, you can't <laughs> knock on the door and say, hi, your house stinks. No. Although, with the level of, you know, couth I've seen from this neighborhood, True. I feel like that's exactly – you know what? They wouldn't do that because they wouldn't have the guts to go up and knock on somebody's door. No, they would try peeking in their windows and Yeah, things. they'd be peeking in their windows or they'd walk by with clothespins on their noses or something. Well, else. you know about this neighborhood? Something tells me that it's always been crazy because they started putting – the trees that you put in your cars around their houses. <laughs> I forgot about that. The little pine trees. <laughs> People are hanging them all over their porches. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, everybody's house in Hinkley Hills is starting to look like the guy's um, room from Seven that they break into. The guy who is um, – which sin is he? I can't remember. He's a uh, – oh, God, not Sloth. Is he? Is he Sloth? He might be. Is he Sloth? You remember him? Yeah, I remember which one you're talking He's about. He's the one that they leave on the bed for an entire year, and they walk in, and the whole thing is just filled with all those air fresheners. <laughs> Whenever he says that, that's always what I think of. So uh, I he votes for me, too. We just laughed about that, and yeah. 
Bart stops right at that point and says, oh, you think it's funny, Ricky? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down in my notes. <laughs> All of a sudden, Art's telling this. It's a bad story, but he's telling it in an amusing way. Yeah. And then he just has a 90-degree turn on Ricky. Yes, he does. He, just, he turns on him, and he goes full adult mode and puts Ricky right in his place. Well, of, we were just he, laughing about the same thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> it is – I'm going to piggyback on a Goodfellas thing because I've been listening to their podcast. Do you remember the do you think I'm funny scene? Am I a clown? Am I funny like a clown? Yeah. That's what this is like where everybody's laughing and having a good time and all of a sudden somebody just goes, what? You think that's funny? Yeah. And nobody else knows how to react. You're like, what happened? We were all just laughing. Apparently it's not as funny as we yeah. thought. You were telling an amusing story and I was laughing about it and now you seem like you're really upset. Right away, Ricky looks towards Ray like he's getting nervous too, like, help me. Yeah. He's like, oh, you think that's funny? And he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you what happened next. You're like, oh my God. Like, what happened? <laughs> Mr. Weingartner has lost his mind. <laughs> so I'm going to get to the part of the story I don't understand. So he goes over and he says, uh, the health inspector shows up. Guy says he's got a sump pump problem. And the next thing they know, the guy's house is on fire. Also, the, the camera cuts now from what we've been watching. The three, we've been watching a three shot of all of them. And now it's Art's close up because Art's going into his closing argument now. Yeah, yeah. So he starts saying a couple hours later, there's smoke pouring out of the window of Skip's house. Question. How did the fire start? I got to say, Skip set the house on fire. Why? You have to know that's going to get you caught. Because <sighs> Skip doesn't, uh, spoiler alert, Skip doesn't die. He says he catches them. Right. So did he try to burn the bodies? At least, yeah, in the basement or something? I mean, he said he had them. I mean, we'll find out what really happened to them next minute. Like, what exactly what the problem was with his plan. Yeah. But why was the house on fire? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It was just a coincidence. The house has happened to catch on fire. Seems odd that the state health inspector was just there. Now your house is on fire. Yeah. My only guess was that he, that skip set it on fire, but you're right. That wouldn't make sense either. Especially when you find out where to, you know, rest of them were. I mean, I guess he just snapped and maybe he set the house on fire. But at this point, if the state health, the health inspector shows up and you know, you're done. You've only got two choices at this point. You've got to move the bodies. Move them. Or yeah. you've got to skip town. <laughs> or you've got to leave. You've got to run and leave them behind? I think you've got to move the bodies no matter what because they're going to find them anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, you can run for it, and you figure it's, I'm going to say, estimate two days before there's a problem. Yeah, you get a, get a little head start. Because the next day, because you said, hey, I've got a sump pump problem. I'm going to fix it. The next day, they tell everybody, hey, he's going to fix it. Next day, nobody shows up. The day after that, nobody shows up. Maybe they're starting to investigate. They start to call the cops. Hey, we haven't seen this guy. You know, maybe something's wrong over there. Maybe by day three, in a small town, probably at least three days before the cops are kicking the door in. Yeah. And even at that, they're just going in there to make sure everything's all right. And then, uh, you know, maybe they find Skip's family. (laughs) (laughs) So the last thing we find out in this minute is that Skip's family is dead, murdered by Skip weeks earlier. (laughs) So. Yeah. With an ice pick. Oh, that's next. I guess that's technically next thing. We don't know with with what now. Oh, oh, that's a little spoiler for next minute. Oh, he went too far again. Yeah, the last thing we get is he's murdered by Skip. <laughs> so in this light-hearted Joe Dante comedy, we just had a man murder his entire family. Yes. It's and, now The Shining. Yeah, and stinking up the whole neighborhood too. Yeah. Yeah, and again, next minute we'll find out. He'll go into some detail about what the smell was. But yeah, it's. 
you can, I mean, I, I understand because it's Dante because he always he also did Gremlins and other stuff like that. Right. Again, this is a pretty serious minute. It went I, from like being half jolly, hey, whatever, to the last twenty seconds. This is a total turn. Yeah. Where Art is just laying on the line here, and I'm gonna give a a shout out to the late great Rick Dukeman here. This guy's a stand up comedian. I mean, he's an actor because he's been in stuff before, but he always plays like the lovable goof. He never he's really goofy in this movie. He's kind of a goof in this movie, but he plays this minute pretty good. But not in this minute. In this minute, he is dead serious. Yeah, oh yeah. He's crushing Ricky in this minute. He wanted to beat Ricky up at one point. Yeah. So um, I had said earlier, this is the best George Cameron Romero minute of all time. Do you have any idea who George Cameron Romero is? No. I mean, I know Cameron, and I've heard of Rivero, but I have no idea who Cameron Rivero is. George Cameron Romero is the son of George Romero. Okay. Obviously most famous for the Dead movies, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. He also made like six other ones. I was going to guess, you know, that was just his middle name, but. (laughs) Yeah, he, um, he's the son of George A. Romero. Not, you know, you don't want to get confused with all the other George Romeros. Right. Now, who is he in this movie? He plays, let me see what his official title is. He is, because uh, he has a bunch of different credits. He is Miscellaneous Crew. He's a production assistant. Okay. So, um, around that time, he, Monkey Shines, Burbs, Roadhouse, he, all around the same time, he was a production assistant. He was also a production assistant in 96 for Ransom and The Crucible. He's also, he's got a bunch of different credits, though. He's got, he was himself in two documentaries. Oh, wow. Um, in the movie Radical that's coming out this next upcoming year, he's the camera operator. He's got five cinematography credits. The Auctioneers, Repressed, are both shorts. Okay. 2010 and 11. Altor in 2014. He's filming The Road to Beverly right now. And Radical, another one of his is in post-production. So I don't know if he's moving on to cinematography at this point. He's got huh. seven acting credits. He was uncredited in the dark half. And he's a bunch of other stuff I never heard of. He was wow. in a TV show called No Ordinary BJ. How did you dig his name up? Was it just digging through the credits or? I'm looking through the credits and I happen to stumble across somebody named George Romero. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I've got to figure that one out. You're right. I was looking for people's like assistants and like anybody that was like interesting that's in there. Because there wasn't much going on in this minute that I could really go off of. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he wrote the TV series No Ordinary BJ. <laughs> he also wrote Killbox, which is announced, and that movie Radical, which he apparently wrote and directed. I mean, it's a good name to pick up during this uh, very uh, horror movie-like scene. So <laughs> Yeah. I figured while, while we're getting a story about someone murdering their entire family, maybe not a horrible time to bring up Romero. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and it has the stuff that he's known for, which are all movies that I just named. But I would say he's probably most known for being George Romero's son. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And George Romero is most known for making uh, zombie movies and having giant glasses. <laughs> yeah. That's what I know him for. <laughs> that's the only reason I recognize him. Hey, that's George Romero. Yeah, like, oh, look at them glasses. That must be George Romero. So he made, like, oh, I guess George Romero made three good zombie movies, and then uh, he made other ones, too. <laughs> I, I like some of the other ones. They're not good. I'll watch a zombie movie, though. It doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, I still watch them. <laughs> yeah. I forget what the other ones are called. I believe there was a Diary of the Dead in there. A, I don't know, you know, Radio yeah. of the Dead. I mean, something. Elevator. Something of the Dead. dead. 
they're getting confused because then I think he did Return of the Living Dead and he didn't do that. <laughs> dead salad, dead kebabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just starting to sound like the guy from Forrest Gump. <laughs> That's what I was trying for. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else? A lot of excitement in this minute. Uh <laughs> My last line is Ricky's face is wide-eyed, so that's all I got to. Yeah, and he's wide-eyed because this guy just made a total turn on him. That's why. <laughs> Ricky's still scared. It'd be like if your best friend, who's been nothing but jolly your whole life, suddenly got in your face. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, I don't know I don't know how to handle this. This oh, usual... you were just giving me beers five minutes ago. Don't get mad now. <laughs> <laughs> you're an angry drunk, man. I don't like you. Yeah, I won't drink with you no more. <laughs> all right. So uh, thanks for joining us for the Burbs Minute. Check out our Twitter over at, uh, I think it's Burbs Minute there too. Same thing on Facebook, Burbs Minute at gmail.com for our email. Uh, you can listen to me over on Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast. If you Google Burbs Minute, a, a bunch of things will pop up. Don't worry about that. Yeah, they're all they're all us. Yeah. <laughs> you can also check out our blogger. Our blogger has all the links that I discuss. So it'll have the link to whatever uh, movie-by-minute stuff that we do. If we actually mention somebody that needs a link, I link to it. Like a couple episodes ago, I had a link to a Rick Dukeman stand-up special, I think. Uh, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Uh, make sure you uh, check out the whole Minute family. Maybe go over and check out Five Minutes of Trouble, The Big Trouble in Little China. That's a smart team of people that did that. Five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're doing five-minute chunks. Yeah. And I must admit, I went through several iterations here. I started with I was going to do five minutes. Right. And then I thought that was too much. And then I cut it to two minutes. But then I realized there was a lot of minute podcasts. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do minute. I mean, it's a formula now, it seems like. but Yeah, but I mean, the five minutes is a good idea, too. Yeah. Because I guess you maybe just have longer podcasts. Right. And it's Big Trouble in Little China. There is a lot to unpack in Big Trouble in Little China. You're going to get some five minutes to take an hour to go through. Oh, there is. Yeah. That, and I would have the same problem with Big Trouble in Little China that I would have with Caddyshack, is it'd be tough not to have a quote fest the whole way. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were not put here to understand, Mr. Button. I would step all over them quotes, too. <laughs> yeah, and be, yeah, I guess you would have to start each episode and be like, all right, everybody get out of their system. Just <laughs> quote everything that happened this, this five minutes. <laughs> so uh, make sure you check that out. Um, beware of your neighbor making a weird turn on you, and uh, make sure you stay safe, neighbors.